You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to... Follow Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Cartoon Therapy, or follow me at Strict Anonymous. That's backwards. The show is Strict Anonymous. I'm Cartoon Therapy, but I'm a little confused today. I have dyslexia, I think. <laughs> uh, if you want to be on the show, you can go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com, and click on Be on the Show. Or you can send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com, and I'll have you on. This is a call and advice show where I talk to total strangers about all kinds of things. So if you want to have a convo and remain anonymous, uh, send me an email and I'll have you on the show. I always love um, hearing from women because I don't get a lot of women on the show and people are always writing in saying, can you have more women on the show? Uh, And that's what I have. So if you're a woman and you want to be on the show, send me an email. But I have on a girl today named Molly, Molly the Mormon. Molly Mormon. I think that that's like a term. She said that that's a term in the Mormon community, a Molly Mormon. She, this girl was a Molly Mormon. Now she's not a Molly Mormon, um, but her name is, we're calling her Molly on this podcast. And we talk all about Molly and, you know, how open she is sexually and how she always was sort of like that, how it worked out with her being a Mormon and being so sexualized is that a word (laughs) or so sexual that's a word (laughs) uh how that played out is really interesting to me i had a million questions about that because i don't know much about that religion and it's fascinating what goes down uh there we talk about you know the stuff that she did how she acted out being so sexual as a mormon and how she's acted out in the things she's done sexually speaking now that she's married uh, she's a young girl. She's into a lot of things. We talk about all the stuff that she's done. We talk about the stuff that's like on her list of things to do when it comes to SDX. And they're just as interesting as the shit she's already done. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with Molly. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone? To anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, Hey, Molly. Welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You're on Kathy. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good, Molly. So you're like... Molly the Mormon and for some reason you said Molly Mormon is like some sort of funny or name that Mormons use for like I don't know something right like there's a Molly Mormon thing right so we're calling you Molly Mormon you're a good Molly you're a good Mormon or you were like a good girl Mormon but like you did certain things that are very outside what you should have done right yeah Mm -hmm. being a Molly Mormon means like you are to the T what Mormon, an example of like just all the right things. You just do everything right. You never get so that's Molly Mormon or oh. Peter Priesthood if you're a boy. Yeah, so you're not a Molly Mormon, really. 
You're no, like the not, opposite you know, of a Molly Mormon. You were before right. you met your, your guy on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> just right. not when it comes to sex right because that's what was exactly right because like there you were a molly mormon right but you were super horny like we're talking about like way before you even lost your virginity right like you were always like sort of very sexual or just knew that about yourself i'm assuming right, right. you said that in your email right and then mm -hmm. you meet your husband like when do people in your community like don't you guys get married like really early because you sound super young now and you already have a husband so i'm assuming like maybe yeah i've been yeah. <laughs> I've been married about a year and a half and I'm 22. Right. So, so you meet your husband. So let's start from like when you met your husband, right? Or like, let's just talk about the whole sexual thing and like how you knew you were very sexual, even though, and like how conflicting that was for you, considering that was very like, you know, it sort of goes against like a lot of the beliefs of your religion, right? Right. Sure. Yeah, no, totally. Um, if you, yeah, just no sex before marriage. Um, and if you do, you have to talk to the bishop before you can get back into the temple. That's kind of the the idea. Um, and that's really anything sexual. It's not just sex. It's What do you any, mean? Like, like, if you, like are, let me ask you this. Like, are you allowed to masturbate? Like, do they tell you you're not allowed to do that? Like, I mean, how? Right. what do they mean yeah. by sex? No masturbating. Anything, anything that, like, is inappropriate thought should be saved for marriage. So anytime you're thinking about anything sexual or whatever, that is potentially sinful. Um, if you act upon it. And then you so, have to go and tell the bishop is what you said. Right. Which is usually like a 50 year old man. Pretty usually. Yeah. And is he like in a and booth he, like the Catholics do it? He's probably just like jerking off on the other side listening to these stories. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is terrible. No, he's sitting <laughs> in an office on the other side of a desk. It's pretty like. It's and just listening like to this. And like, so people go. <laughs> to him and we'll say like you like supposedly like say you're like a real molly mormon right and then this is, happens to you and you start to ha get really horny and you play with yourself one day like you people go to him and say like oh my god like i fingered myself last night <laughs> like yeah can i come back yeah. into the community and he says yes right. or no or as long like well, just, just says, admitting it let says, you back in <laughs> no there's usually like a, a an action plan so you've got to like kind of work back up to your worthiness and what does um, that entail? Do you know? Um, sometimes like scripture study or certain prayer or checking in with him. I've got a friend who has to call her her bishop every morning and evening. Why? <laughs> so what did she do? She had sex with a guy, um, and then she told him. And then she told it. Well, and, yeah, she told him, and and it just had been happening so many times, and she couldn't stop or <laughs> whatever, and so. It was such a problem. He said, you're going to check in with me every morning and night so that I, and you just know that and it keeps you accountable. Like, oh, I'm going to have to call my bishop in an hour. I can't have sex right now. You know what right. I mean? Did it stop <laughs> her? Does it help? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Right. Oh, that bishop is, how old the bishop? He's like a fifth year. Is he good looking? Uh, generally, no. They're usually old guys. They like look like they're in their 50s and 60s. They're just like old people. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that but they're not they getting hard. It doesn't mean that they're not getting horny by these stories. I mean, come on. That's like the biggest racket I've ever heard. It's kind of, I mean, I'm sure I know. like it's really, I, listen, it's nothing's ever a hundred percent, right? And I'm sure there's plenty of bishops that would, you know, would stick to the books when it comes to that kind of stuff. But I just think, right. I mean, they're human beings and they're guys, mm -hmm. right? And they're just horny, yeah. just like you were horny, right? And these poor people that go right. to him were just horny. And then they're like having to confess mm -hmm. their sins. And he's like, check in with me. He's probably like, check in with me because she's probably hot 
she's young and she's talking about <laughs> yeah. sex it's like free phone sex for him but it's like over the phone right yep. i mean and like when you call like what does she like when she checks in quote unquote does she have to like tell him like oh i'm i really want to have sex and he talks her down from the cliff or like what is checking in entail? it just says hey i went a whole day without having sex <laughs> and then he's like okay sounds good and then he like checks it off and once you get like six months you can get your temple recommend again Wow. And they, do they tell your parents? Like, is this kept on the down low? Like, just between you it and depends. the bishop? It depends. If, if, like, once you're out of your parents' house, you go to a different, like, the congregation that meets is called a ward, and there's, like, a family ward. But once you turn 18, you go to a singles ward so that you can meet other single people, and uh-huh. you have a different bishop than your parents do now. So they wouldn't at that point. But if you were in high school doing these things, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure my bishop told my dad all the things that I... Why, you went to him and told him? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought for some yeah. reason maybe you didn't. You did. So everyone just does? Like, everyone just drank that Kool-Aid and just thinks, like, oh, I do something I have to tell, and then you and you actually listen? <laughs> like, I wouldn't... Well, because because you're you're told from this very young age that this right. is how you be worthy, this is how you show right. God you love him and whatever else, and I wanted that. You know, I wanted God to know that I loved him, and so I didn't want to have sex anymore, or I didn't want to masturbate anymore, or whatever. So I, if I went to the bishop, he would help me stop. Oh my god! And did it? Did he help you stop? No. Yeah. No. I mean, it's so that's the reason why. Listen, I mean, it's like I'm not like anti-religion, even though it's not like I buy into any just one. And I like, you know, it's like I don't want to like put down what your beliefs, right? Like I don't believe in that, right? I don't like people that do that kind of stuff. But this just sounds right. like ridiculous. It just it doesn't even make sense. It's like people saying gay people go to hell. It's this is like the these this is where religion yeah. gets a really bad rap because they have these ridiculous mm-hmm. rules and regulations that don't even make logical sense. Do you know what I mean? Like they just right. really don't. And I, I don't know who made it up or why they made it up or when they made it up, but it doesn't really work anymore, right? I mean, it doesn't deter right. anybody, right? And you're just going there and you're doing all this stuff and you're and you're having to sort of explain yourself. It probably just makes you more horny because this is like, you know, because <laughs> like, talking about it. And also because like when you're super young, like it's really like rebelliousness is like a way of sort of like um, setting yourself apart and becoming an individual. It's just like a natural part of who you are and that's why so I think it's like there's like this sort of rebelliousness in young people right that just is a natural thing like I said that just helps you figure out who you are and all that stuff that people sort of play around with so if like it's only gonna make the you people more horny if you ask me so whatever (laughs) yeah (laughs) do you know for me at the time though at the time back I really wanted to be good I really wanted and so it was like oh shit I just did this and I would like look at porn on my phone and then my screen would freeze and I'd like freak out thinking that my, like my parents were going to see it or something. (laughs) But it's sad that you, but what's sad is like you use that word good. Like I really wanted to be good. Like as if you're bad, you know what I mean? I don't know Mm -hmm. if you felt like you were bad or you were doing a bad thing, but it's just like, at the time I did. Yeah. It was was so bad. Yeah. And that's terrible. You know what I mean? And then like, what, how did like, you know, your sexuality gets so like wired in a really odd way, I feel like when you put these kind of things on people, you know, um, oh, yeah, yeah, and so, so, so it just seems like everybody, like, I guess, like, like, because to me, I was always like super rebellious, even like, like at three, like I would have never listened to that <laughs> shit. I don't care who told me it as long as they told me. I've just been <laughs> always a very out of the box person. So I'm assuming that any of the people that sort of realize that this stuff is ridiculous and they're not like Molly Mormons, they just leave anyway before any of this happens, right? Because most people, including you, 
like and your friends were t- doing stuff and then going and telling that bishop like you guys were following those rules yet still like, right. playing with yourself and stuff right but still right. going and telling him because you were told to do yeah. that okay I don't want to waste any more time on that because I could talk about this shit for like 10 hours because it just is so ridiculous to me. <laughs> this is like you live you call things like wards it's like you live on another planet like in certain I know. right it is like a whole oh it's so interesting absolutely. yeah so anyway, so you wind up, okay, so you're like super horny, always going to the bishop and it never works. And I mean, because you do eventually become bi and like you have this girl thing. Like, did was that something that was going on when you were super young or did this happen after you got married? Um, No, I kind of would notice like, oh, wow, that's a really beautiful woman. Or like if I was watching porn or something, I would see like, okay, I like all of this. You know, it's not like I need to cover her up while he's doing the cure. You know what I mean? It was right, never, like, uh-huh. I, I, I just thought, okay, well, women are attractive, but I knew that, okay, that's not good, right? That was mm-hmm. what we defined before. And so I would shut that out and, and block that out. Did you and ever talk to your bishop way. about that? No. Mm-mm. No, because I didn't feel like it was something really, like, part of my identity. I didn't feel like, and I, and I still don't necessarily, like, I wouldn't call myself entirely bisexual I just am attracted to women like uh-huh. I think that women are beautiful and sexy but I'm not like I don't want to be in a relationship with a woman I'm not a, you know what I mean yeah, yeah. So, well that's the difference between gay and bisexual if you ask me like bisexual people like would have sex with someone of the same sex you know because they could have sex with either a man or a woman but mm-hmm. you know romantically they are interested in somebody of the opposite right. sex right and so people that are yeah. romantically interested and so that would be gay I think that's the difference you know and I just think people are different like bisexual people are like there's maybe various degrees of it right but um, mm-hmm. I think if you're pretty open and you would sleep with either a man or a woman, you're pretty much bisexual, right? But you're just right. like gay, right? Because you wouldn't, right. you want, you, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. So anyway, so you wind up though. So you're telling your bishop this stuff. Like, do your parents like, and you're always let back into the ward? Like, I mean, you're always let back into the temple or whatever you're going to call it. Like, yeah. No matter how um, many times you stray. I started... Well, it wasn't until I started having sex that they, like, okay, took my temple recommend away um, and wouldn't let me back in. They wouldn't um, let you back in once you had sex? Right. Well, the, it, it would take six months without having sex to get back in, and I just never went six months. So um, I would try, and I would make it a week or two weeks, and then wouldn't so oh my god and so then you'd call never, up and, and you'd let them know you wouldn't no one lies why don't you just lie i mean people lie all the time but i didn't okay i, I just you were the I molly mormon so, that's the molly uh, yeah, I, was. <laughs> I believed in it i believed that all this stuff was true and that it would help me and whatever else and and now looking back i'm like oh, i was a crazy person but that's okay <laughs> yeah and that's, listen I mean you didn't have control over that you're born into this and this is what was told and you're the type of person that right. like listens to people and obeys which is a good quality to have right <laughs> this is like it's not a bad right. way to be right so and what else obedient. yeah you were you were obedient right is that what you said right yeah I was disobedient I mean I was terrible when I was growing up like you were <laughs> it's not good to be like me it's good to be like you so yeah you didn't know mm-hmm. any better but how confusing and ridiculous and I'm sure we'll get back to that when we move forward but like so you in the way you have sex right is like you vow like in your community right like you guys have to be you can't lose your virginity until like you're married right and you wind up going on tinder like you're allowed to go on tinder and you met your husband to be yeah so that was yeah, so I had, um, 
when I moved from home, like when I moved for school after high school, I, that's when I kind of was like, oh, I don't, I don't have to live this way anymore entirely. And so I kind of ventured out on my own. I still tried to be this good Mormon girl, but I, I would, I just would get in trouble with boys and I just, cause they liked me and I liked them. And so we'd go out and we would have sex and then I'd have to go tell my bishop and whatever else. And then I realized like, nobody really holding me accountable anymore. You know, I don't have to go home to my parents and have them ask me like, how old were you, you when know, you lost your virginity? Church. So it wasn't your first, you, you didn't lose your virginity to your husband. You lost your virginity before. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. We right. Did. Okay. So you were how yeah. old when you lost your virginity? 19. 19. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and then, and you told, and how do, like, how did that happen? Do you, are you allowed to drink in um, your, as a Mormon or were you sober? No, no drinking. Yeah. Totally sober. Um, I dated a guy who, and most people around here are LDS. Like, What's that? It's probably Utah. Oh, all right. Um, okay. No, but what and, are, are what? The, Most people there are what? Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Uh, oh, Mormon, sorry, LDS, Latter-day Saints. That's oh, the, yeah, I was like, what um, the fuck does that mean, LDS, Latter-day Saints, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's like the official name of the church, but okay. Mormon is a nickname. Anyway, sorry, so most people here are Mormon. Right. So somehow I found the one guy who wasn't Mormon, and he and started dating him pretty soon after I moved down here from mm-hmm. Idaho, is where I lived before. And so, anyway, so I met this guy, dated him, and he wasn't Mormon. And so things just one thing led to it. We'd been dating for like a month and a half or something, and we just had sex, and it wasn't really a big deal. I didn't like. I felt guilty about it, uh-huh. but I went and talked to my bishop and stopped feeling guilty. So, right, that was kind of the end of it, you know. Uh huh. And um, so you had sex with and, him, and you dated him. Mm-hmm. We only did it for like two or three months, um, and then, you know, I kind of stopped trying to have sex. Like for like six months, I I probably went because I think I got my temple recommend back, and then um, met somebody else and had sex with him, and it just kind of progressed. And where it was just something that like I felt guilty ninety percent of the time because I just really liked having sex, and I and I like could get it, you know, every time I went on a date, I'd have to, like, tell somebody no if I wanted to, you know what I mean? So You would say no, um, but you really wanted to, you were really saying Right. (laughs) Right. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. And you were, like, Um, hoping they'd force you to, and then you'd have to be like, okay, (laughs) this is why this whole Me Too movement thing and this shit with the women, and it's so confusing for men, because sometimes no does mean yes. (laughs) I know, I know, and I'm guilty of that for sure, because I'm like... I'm like, I can't tell my bishop I was into this, but let's do it anyway. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, How so many guys then, did you sleep with before your husband, before you met the guy you wound up marrying? 
Uh, like ten. Uh huh. And so that was in in two years. That's um, a lot of guys. Considering, like, let me just tell you, when I was drinking, like, I had really high numbers as far as like how many guys I would sleep with because you're drunk. You just like fuck her. Like you just yeah. wind up fucking anybody when you're drunk. Like you had alcohol to situations <laughs> and your numbers go up. <laughs> you were completely sober, right? And you had like uh-huh. you were averaging five guys a year. That's you know you I were dated sexual. A lot. Even <laughs> I dated a lot. Even when I was like like just Marlon Mormon, I dated a lot. I would go on like. My Saturdays, I had a breakfast date, a lunch date, and a dinner date. I was that girl. You re- um, really? Yeah. So I dated a lot. And, Let and me so ask that you this. Change. What did you think you were looking for when you were dating? Like, did you just like the attention from guys? Were you looking to get married? Were you looking for like the one guy to have like a long-term relationship with? Like, why date so much? Because you, you have to get married. You've got to get married, you know, by the time you're 20. Otherwise, you're an old mate. Oh, Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's yeah. the race. So everyone's like that in your community. It's like the race to get yep. married, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And most people do yep. wind up getting married at 20? Did you get married at 20? Yeah, I got... Yeah, I was 21. Yeah, I was 21. Okay. So I've got one... I've got one friend who I graduated with, like my age, that isn't married. That was a close friend of mine. She's Everyone 22 and she's still not married. Yeah. So she's like an old maid. <laughs> oh my god! That's not how I feel anymore. But that was the that was that's the mentality. So I dated a lot, mm-hmm. and so that didn't stop when I started having sex. I just kept dating a lot, and most of the guys I slept with weren't like um, relationships. They were kind of more like hookups, you know. Right. So if you met a guy that you yeah. thought you could have a relationship with, you didn't sleep with him. You would sleep with the guys that maybe you didn't take so seriously. Right, exactly, because I didn't want to sleep with the guy that I wanted to marry because then we wouldn't be able to get married in the temple. I know, I know. I tell guys this all the time, like the guys that are just trying to bang girls, but they act all nice. I'm like, if you just act like an asshole that you are and be yourself, they'll probably uh-huh. have sex with you. If they think, if, right. you're, if you're too good, they're going to want to have a relationship with you, then they hold out and then they're not going to fuck yep. you. It's like it works the opposite way. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But you fucked your husband, okay, the first night. So how did that happen? Well, my husband and I, we met on Tinder, um, but it was because I had um, been cheated on by this other guy. The girl and I became best friends, the girl that he cheated with, and she set me up on Tinder. Because before that, I hadn't really been using Tinder. Um, And Josh was the first guy, my husband was the first guy that I matched with on Tinder. And he... um, was out of town, and we didn't actually meet for, like, three months. Oh, and, and you so talked, like, via got, tax and stuff? Mm-hmm, and Skype and whatever else. So by the time he got back to town, we were like, oh, we already had known we were getting married. But both of us, we, we said we weren't going to have sex, but it just didn't go so well. And <laughs> do you know if he had had work. sex before as well, before you? Yeah, he's, he's older. He's 31, so I'm 22 and he's 31. So he, he was, and he wasn't Mormon. Oh. So, yeah, so that was kind of a, a a strange thing to do, like, to date a, and be serious about a guy who wasn't Mormon. Yeah, but interesting. I was going to ask you this, like, do guys, like, what's the age that guys are supposed to, are the are guys considered old, too, if they're not married by the time they're 20? Or, like, what's the age for men that they need to be well, married guys, by? Yeah, guys have to go on missions when they're 18. They have to go, like, preach the gospel. Oh yeah. So those are those are for two years. So they come home, 
and they're 20 and they spend a couple years dating. So if they're like 22, 23 years old, they're getting there. They're getting up there. Right. And that's when, but so most of them were married off. So you met your guy and he wasn't Mormon. How did your parents feel about that? Um, they really liked him compared to the last guy that I dated. Uh-huh. So they were okay with it. And they'd realized at this point that I was kind of like wavering and not super into the church anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they were, they were just grateful that he's a, he's a good guy. And, you know, so my parents are, are generally pretty with me anyways, my siblings are very strict on, but with me, they kind of let me make my own decisions and live my own life. And I'm fine come? Wow, what's the difference between um, you and your siblings? Because I gave the church a real shot. Like, I believed in it and whatever. My siblings all thought it was bullshit from the beginning. And so none. they were always the rebellion kind of situation, whereas I, like, really genuinely tried to make that work for me, and it just didn't. Right, so they, they so saw I, you trying, and they respected that, and so now that they let you be right. your own person just because you actually at least tried... Oh, you should tell yeah. your siblings maybe they should just like pretend to be like you a little bit more. <laughs> <Do you laughs> that would go I mean? over really well. Yeah, I don't know. So, <laughs> but that's cool that they were accepting because I would think that like with all these yeah. rules and regulations, it would be like really like, you know, bad to marry outside of the church, but they 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 were okay with it. And so you married. My parents were okay. Mm-hmm. They, but are other parents is like it a big thing in your, in the community? Do you have oh, to go to your bishop? Problem. Oh, it is. They'll get disowned. Yeah, your family won't. Yeah, that's a that's a no no. You marry inside the church. Oh, interesting. Sure. And then do you have to tell the bishop that you did that, or you've already been out? No, of your- because I don't. I don't want to get a temple recommend anymore. You know. So yeah. if I wanted to go back and and participate, I would. I would need to go have a lot of a lot of things. I need to go confess, but I don't want that anymore. So, um, so yeah, talking to the bishop pretty much stopped when I met my husband. Right. Okay, cool. So you've been married to him for a year and a half, right? And you guys had sex mm-hmm. right away. You knew you were going to get married. He was 31. Mm-hmm. He was waiting, like ready to be married and everything at 31. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's and- 29 when we met, but, but yeah, he's 31 now. And um, yeah, he was, he felt ready to be married, whatever else. And, um, and so we, we were dated and married for less than, in less than a year. So that stayed true to the, get married quick and young right well you needed to right like you you were still like believing in that at least from your church right that like yeah i still wanted i still wanted to start a family and i still wanted to be married and and get on with that part of my life yeah Uh uh-huh okay great so you married to your guy right and then like when does the whole Mm -hmm. girl thing come up um well he would watch porn and i had a problem with that I really, like, because for me, that was always a sin. I'd always have to go apologize for that, right? Uh-huh. And so so when he would watch porn, it would kind of bum me out. And so we would just talk about it. And finally, I just kind of said, like, I, I, I don't really know why I'm still holding on to this. Like, I don't believe all the other principles of the church. Why do I still hold on to porn is so bad, you know? Considering so you were watching like, it yourself, I mean, it's not like you exactly. never looked at porn yourself, right? I mean, exactly. Yeah, and so I'm like, what am I doing? Like shaming my husband, yeah. for being sexual when this is something that I've done since I was 14 years old and uh-huh. like really wanted. And and so anyway, so we would like he would watch porn, and so I kind of was like, okay, I'm going to open my mind up to that, and I open, and I just felt better, and it was like I don't feel bad anymore for all of all that guilt just went away that I 
harbored for all those years for watching porn. You know, That's interesting. Just, it's like, like it, it took like sort of looking, maybe you were projecting your stuff onto him, right? And then once you sort yeah. of like forgave him about it or been okay with him doing it, it helped you be okay with yourself, which kind of makes right. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, so he would watch porn. And so then I was like, okay, let's watch porn together. And we would watch porn together. And, and he just kind of would notice my reaction to certain things. And if, like, I mean, just in general, if a, a really beautiful girl got on there, he would, like, notice that I just reacted to that in a positive way. And, and he'd say, do you like that? You know, is that something that you're into? And I'd go, well, kind of, I guess. And, um, and he'd drop it right then and wouldn't, like, put pressure on me. But eventually it would kind of come up, like, I think you're kind of attracted to women. And I'd be like, no, 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 I'm not. You know, I'm not. That's, that's really no. And he'd be like, you, and then he explained to me, you know, you can, you can be attracted to women without, without like being gay. Kind of like we talked about. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, okay, yeah, I can kind of identify with that. And then we talked about a threesome and I was like, no, 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 no. When we got married, we promised we would be the only people we ever had sex with again. I'm so not interested. Um, and then uh, once again, it kind of felt like I was shaming him for wanting that, you know, and I didn't, I don't want to do that. I want him to be able to express those desires to me. So I kind of opened my mind and I said, I'm going to reframe this. And when I did, I felt all that guilt go away once again of like what I've been feeling and like, like the fact that I think women are beautiful, like that guilt went away, you know, and I just felt okay with it again. And so then I was like, yeah, let's make a threesome happen. And so we kind of like, went to, to like, well, where do we go? And Josh was like, well, you know, there's Craigslist, blah, blah, blah. So we looked, and it was just a lot to vet through, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and he's like, honestly, the best way to probably find someone is going to be Tinder. Um, and he's like, but it can't be us. Like, because single girls are getting all types of people. They're getting guys, they're getting girls, they're getting couples. So it can't really be a couple. But if you are a girl then, I mean, that's going to be a better shot. And he's like, and that'll kind of give you an opportunity to explore what it is that you like about women, you know, if it's something for you. So he kind of, like, encouraged me to go find a girlfriend. Oh, okay. So what said, it, when he said it, you go on and it can't be both of us, he wanted you to go on and meet the girl first and do, like, a solo thing. Yeah, and and make sure I was okay with it and comfortable with it. And, and then if it got to the point where I could bring him in, great. And it's not great, you know. He just uh-huh. wanted me to be able to explore that because I never had before because I've been racked with guilt yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. about any of those thoughts. Mm-hmm. And so, so I got on Tinder and I met a girl and I explained my situation. I told her from the beginning. I said I'm married um, and I'm just kind of curious and, and trying to figure this out. And and that kind of part of it. It's not a deal, but part of this whole agreement, I guess, is that. Like, I'm married, and, and eventually this, everything that I do is going to benefit my husband and myself. So um, keep that in mind. And, and she said, yeah, I'm game, you know. So her and I went out probably, like, five or six times, and we would go. She lived a couple of towns away, maybe an hour away, and so we'd, put, like, meet in the middle and get a hotel, and her and I would, like, hang out, and she was, like, my girlfriend for a while. Okay, but let's, let's, um, let's slow down a little bit, okay, because people are going to want okay. a little bit more details, right? I haven't asked this okay. question in a long time, and I normally used to ask it all the time. Like, what, like, what are you like? What do you look like? I'm gonna. Find, I want to know what she looks like. You know, like the horny guys listening okay. to these stories are gonna want to put that kind of stuff together. <laughs> I mean, like, what are you on yeah. a scale of one to ten? 
Oh, man. I'd probably give myself, like, a good seven and a half. Okay. I'm a and cute girl. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I, so maybe I, you're I'm, an eight. I'm, <laughs> okay, maybe I'm an eight. My body, I'm a little, like, chubby. Not chubby, like, kind of, I used to be athletic, and now I'm a little chubby. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, but people like that. I mean, you know, as long as it's, like, you carry yourself the right way, and you're, it's sexy. Like, I mean, I don't think you have to be skinny to yeah. be, have a good body. You know, all different kinds of bodies are hot, right? right? So, and what kind yeah. of girl did you go looking for? Like, what did you realize was your thing? Because you're, like, on Tinder, and you're swiping through and everything, like. Yeah. What were you I like girls for? that look like me. <laughs> really? That's so funny. I like brunette with dark eyes and kind of like a more exotic look. My mom is half black, so I'm like a, a mix. I'm a quarter black and I have a little bit of um, just kind of an exotic look. People ask me if I'm like Brazilian all the time. Oh, okay, um, cool. So you were looking for somebody that had an exotic look as well? Yeah, that was kind of the look I was going for, I guess. It, it, I guess that was my type. Um and this girl ended up being, she was very beautiful. She, she had blue eyes, but she otherwise had dark hair and, and you know, tannish skin. And she's pretty. She was pretty. Okay. And, and so you start meeting up? Like, I mean, how did that happen, like, via Tinder? Like, I mean, what was, like, your first hookup like? We went to a bar. Um, we went to a bar downtown and, and just kind of had drinks and, like, we're just kind of talking. And then she took me to this, like, back little room in the bar. And she kissed me back there, and then she, let me see, she drove me back to my house. We had met up at the bar, but she drove back to my house, and we kicked my husband out of the <laughs> he house. Slept on the couch. And no, well, no, just in he out of the bedroom, and he slept on the couch. She like went downstairs and watched a movie or something, and her and I were in my room. Oh, my God. He didn't even go and spy. I mean, he was able to just go down and watch TV. That's hilarious. I think most guys would be yeah. like, so wanting to get on that action. <laughs> so how was your well, first yeah, experience? But did it, right. um, it was really fun. And she was, like, super, super sexy and a really fun girl. I am not crazy about sex with a girl. Like, it's not my favorite thing. Um, what do you I don't mean? know. I just, I just missed dick i just missed having a penis involved <laughs> right, right, right it wasn't like enough there was something right, missing exactly still. yeah and it kind of just got boring quick you know i was like yeah so um but it was really fun like and it was crazy and wild you know what i mean uh-huh um so so that was great and then we probably it was probably three or four more times that her and i just like just hooked up and we would go on, like, dates. She would, like, take me to the park and do a picnic and whatever. We'd go on dates and then and then go back to the hotel and hook up. But it was just, like, I didn't like that. I didn't like dating a girl, you uh-huh. know? Uh-huh. But she, was she I, gay or was she bi? She was gay. Okay. Um, she was gay but willing to, like, be with my husband because he's really hot. He's a really good-looking dude. Had she been with guys <laughs> before? She said yes that she had, um, but not for a couple of years. Okay, and she and so she yeah. thought your husband was attractive, and she was like, "Oh, if I get a bang a guy, I bang him. He's hot." Here's what yeah. you're saying. What's he on a scale of one to ten? Huh? Oh, he's a ten, but I'm biased. He's right. So handsome. What is the girl on a scale of one to ten? She's probably a, a seven. 
A seven? Okay, cool. So you 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 have sex with her. And like when you guys have sex, like you do everything. You go down on her. She goes down on you. You tried everything and it was like, okay. But yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, I tried it all and I was like, I'm, I'm willing to do this. I, I'm fine doing this. But it wasn't like, I don't get a whole lot of pleasure out of this. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And so when do you eventually let your husband in? Do, do you? I don't even know. This is the, I mean, I don't know much yeah. about the story. Yeah, so um, we ended up, because we wanted to be friends as well. You know, we didn't just want it to be like some. So she came over and was just hanging out. We weren't even planning on anything happening, but we started drinking and like playing games and stuff, like card games and stuff. And it just kind of escalated to kind of where they were like flirting a little bit. Uh And I was like, it was kind of weird. It just like took me back. But I was really kind of turned on by it. I just liked the idea of someone else being into my husband it like really turned me on that that somebody else thought he was attractive and wanted to be with him and right. so let me so ask you came, this really quickly because i wonder like other people listening right like would uh-huh. you have believed like before that actual moment where it was happening right in front of you and you realized you were turned on like before that right like if somebody would have asked yeah. you whether you would have been jealous if your guy hooked up with another girl, like would you have been like, yeah, definitely, or were you always sort of like, oh, a hundred percent? It like broke my heart to think about him with anybody. Right, else. that's what I was getting at. Right, moment. but yet when it actually happened and it was going on right in front of you, you somehow got turned I loved on. It. Yeah, that's interesting, yeah. right? Yeah, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. So there um, you are. You're like oddly it, I- attracted to the fact that this girl now is like hitting on your husband, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so to keep um, going. Yeah. So then we like they we played truth or dare, um, and there were a couple of things that where they like looked at each other and they're like, "We're gonna have to leave that one for later." It like got really right, like kind of. Um, just really sexy. It was like one of those truth or dare apps, one of the stupid free ones on your phone, but. Um, there was a couple of things like, oh, kiss the person on your right or whatever. And, and a couple of them, I guess they said, we need to take upstairs. And so we went upstairs and they like, her, her dare was to give us both a lap dance. Uh huh. And so, so we're like sitting here on either corner of the bed and this girl is just like, and, and she like dances on me first and then goes to dance on Josh. And then they just started making out and I like really liked it. Um, and so I like, liked it and I just kind of encouraged it and we kept going and then it turned into this threesome, but it was mostly both of them, anything like real sexual, it was both of them with me, you know, they weren't really doing a whole lot with each other. But then after, after a while, I was kind of like, all right, I'm good. (laughs) Like you two take your time and do whatever. And, and like watching him fuck her was the hottest thing that I've ever seen in my whole life. Wow. It was like right. so amazing. And like you said, you would, and I'm just saying this for other people that are listening, right? That maybe think like they could never, you know, mm-hmm. sort of have that happen and be into it. Like you would have never thought that you would. Right. Right. Oh, it never crossed my mind. And when it, it when he brought it up, because he brought up having a threesome and it hurt my feelings. Right. I really didn't want to do that before. I was really not okay with it. Um, I thought that I was gonna, I thought I was really doing it for him because I love him. Like I want him to have the things that he wants. So that's why I thought I was doing it. But when we got into the moment, I was like, no, this is for me. Right, right, right. 
and you didn't and even after it happened it wasn't like you had like issues with it and you were like oh my god what the fuck did he just do like you were like okay with it no he had a harder time with it than i did he was like (laughs) really he's like are you sure you're okay i i just want to make sure you don't think i like enjoyed that too much or you know he was just he he was really cautious well, of Afterwards, course, because if you really know. think about it, it's like that's why I'm asking you the questions I'm asking you because I think most people, the majority of people think like they would never be okay with that, right? And, you know, so he's yeah. just assuming that maybe like you got caught up in the moment, but afterwards you're going to be like, oh my God, you know, it's almost like too good to be true for him, right? <laughs> he's like, you yeah, were like, yeah, you know, no, he's got it pretty good. <laughs> yeah, and that fact yeah, that he- you really liked it and you, and it was, you were okay with it, you know, was great for yeah. everyone involved. Yep, exactly. But soon after, I realized that she really wanted more of a relationship than I could give her, like a more of an emotional relationship. With you? And, yeah, like she wanted to be, she wanted us to have like a polyamorous relationship and she wanted to move in and get married and blah, blah, you know, and oh, I just, God. that was more than I than I really wanted. So right. that relationship ended soon after. Um, and I kind of have tried to avoid that again because I felt bad. I felt like I let her on and I really like her as a person and, and we're still friends but I still feel bad that because I know she was really emotionally invested in me right but and she that, knew going in she knew going in what the deal was but that's the thing with girls that had just happened sometimes right especially because you were like yeah. really good friends and spending time with her and allowing her to take you on dates and stuff I mean that's probably where you went right. wrong yeah you know what I mean yeah. now, have you been with no, any other girls since um, yeah, so there's been, um, I, I kind of decided that for me, the, the best part of it was like Josh getting it. Yeah. I keep saying his name. Do you want <laughs> like, me to for take me, the out? best part of it, I mean, I, no, it's not a big deal. Nobody, yeah, no, don't worry about it. Okay. Um, the best part of it for me was, was him getting it. I just really enjoyed it. And it's not like I'm like a voyeur or whatever it's called where I like watching. It's just knowing that, that he's wanted by someone else in that way, you know, Uh that, that really turns me on. And so my kind of goals and like intention throughout every extramarital relationship that we have is for him. I really, and, and so I'm not him, meaning that you want him to have sex with somebody else and you want to watch. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Basically I like, I, I could be involved or I don't even need to be there. Like, We've got gotten to the point where basically he has a forever hall pass. He can fuck whoever he wants, whatever he wants, as long as I know about it and there's not like an emotional relationship there as well. Oh, Molly so, Borman, you've come a long way. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just like that for him. And I get that I'm not always 100% of the time going to do everything for him. And he travels and I'm like, that would be really fun for you. Like, go to a bar, find somebody to hook up with. That's awesome. Like, I want that for him. But, okay, I know that you want that for him, but do you, do you get something out of it, though, also for yourself, right? Like, is is it that it makes you horny to think about it? Like, does he just sort of let you know when someone's, when he's on the road and someone, he fucks someone before or after? Like, what, where do you come into play in all of it? Because there's got to be something you're getting out of it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. In a couple of ways. One, like I said, just knowing that other women want him, that he's desirable, you know, uh-huh. that it's not just me because I love him. Right. It's also that he's just like really hot. Okay. So there's that. But also, you know, sometimes he'll like come home and be like, and tell me about it and almost like reenact it. And that's really sexy for me as well. Like, I really like that. Uh-huh. So, 
so yeah, I, there, there's definitely like benefit to me in it. Um, but I think from an outsider, like outside looking in, it looks like it's more for him. You know what I mean? Well, no, because the reason why I asked you that is because you said like I do this for him. I want him to be happy. Like you, you were sort of making it like it's all for him but it did start out like being for you and then you realize like you were turned on by it so I feel like they're you're involved in it I mean he gets the free oh, pass absolutely. but you're getting yeah. something out of it too I mean the part of his free right. pass is for you as well right how many girls do you think he's fucked since you guys he's had the free pass we've only been married for a year we th- that whole situation with that girl only happened back in like August. Oh, okay. And then we took a little break because she was so into me. I just needed some space. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then there's been, I think, two girls since then that he's actually gone through with it with. And he's really, he's really cautious about it. He really wants to just make sure that I know that I'm his number one priority and that I'm, and that everything else is just, just kind of silly and fun. And so he's, he's, he's not like going out every night taking advantage of that you know what I mean right and he's not having like I mean are you concerned like are there any rules and regulations that you guys have with each other with this kind of stuff like I mean does he sort of establish a friendship with these women or is it strictly have to be like a one-time thing I mean have you guys discussed anything like that yeah one of the girls that he's kind of like and it with with her it's like progressed a little bit because we tried to do like a couple swaps and that didn't go well um, why not? I love the stories but, that don't go well. They're kind of funny sometimes. <laughs> why did it not well, go well? Well, just, we really like these people. Like, um, we we met up with them. We found them on Kick, actually. Um, but we like met up with them, went to dinner, and really liked them just as a couple, and thought we could be friends with these people. So we like um, ended up going to a hotel after we hung out a few times. So then we went to a hotel. And it was pretty apparent that she was, like, forcing it, and, and he wasn't into it. Like, this, her husband didn't want to do any of this or be in any sort of the oh, lifestyle. He just wasn't interested. Right. Okay. Yeah. And, and so my husband and her are on one bed, and, and him and I are on the other, and we're, like, making out. But he, he kind of kept looking over there and was just distracted and and would just, like, stop and, like, just start hugging me really tight and, like, and, and just, like, kind of tell me, he's, like, I'm really struggling with this. I'm, I'm having a hard time, you know? And so oh, I was, like, poor okay, guy, right? He like, wasn't into yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so, so we just kind of stopped and, and, and then my husband, too, was, like, I, I didn't really like seeing you kiss another guy. Like, like oh, and I, I, I don't, I don't want you to feel like I'm not letting you do that, but, but it really, like, it hurt my feelings, you know, and he, and he didn't like it. And I didn't, I didn't get anything extra out of it either. You know, I was, right. and so I'm fine not being with any other guys. Uh-huh. Um, and so that's kind of when we decided to set that standard of like, yeah, you can go and be with whoever you want and I'm not gonna, and I'm fine with that. Right. Okay. So, like, if that's what makes sense for you guys, that's cool. But I'm more concerned yeah. with like the emotional sort of aspect of your, your guy with the other, with these women. Right. I mean, you, mm-hmm. 
like as far as like you know if he picks up a girl like have you sort of discussed like boundaries with that or are you pretty open like go do whatever you want and if like because like what if he fucks a girl and like she's really cool and it's like someone that he you're not around when it happens right and then like he gets her number yeah. and they he, they keep fucking and they're fucking for like like you know you might want to like i just have to be able to see the messages i that's that's our rule is that i get to see all texts and messages and correspondence and um and if i feel uncomfortable about anything i tell him to stop and he stops Right. And so, has that has that ever happened? I mean, it's only been a couple months, right? So Yeah, no, we haven't we haven't really had that on on my end. We have on his end where he said, you know, I'm not comfortable with this and so we stopped me being with any other guy, no questions asked. It just was I feel like he doesn't have to explain himself as to why he doesn't want his wife kissing other men. You know? Right. But let me ask so, you right, right, but let me ask you this. He was he's okay with watching you with another woman though, right? But he just doesn't want to see you with yeah, another guy. He loves that. Right. Right. And you like to see him with another girl. And, like, when he's with the other girl, he could make out with them, like, do all kinds of things. Like, you're okay with everything. Oh, yeah. There's no rules or regulations yeah. there. Right. But I think yeah, that's smart. Yeah, I can think of. I think that that's smart that you have that thing where you will look at the text and stuff. Because you don't want there to be any complication with, like, sort of any kind of emotional stuff going on. It sounds I just like want to know that she's respectful of our relationship and she understands because like listen look what happened women are wired differently than men right and sometimes when women have sex with the same person because if it's someone that he sleeps with uh, on the regular right like that hasn't happened yet right Mm -hmm. because it's you just started right but like look what happened with that girl with you you know sometimes with girls like when they get they keep sleeping with the same person it's very hard it's much harder for a woman for some reason to keep their emotions out of it you know than it is for a man right so I I think like your husband obviously is totally into you, gets the fact that he's got it fucking made and is, you know, wants to do this on the up and up, right? So that his relationship yeah. with you lasts and he could go do his thing, but he's not looking for, you know, to have a fucking affair or anything. But you have to, you right. know, make sure that the, it doesn't happen on the girl's end, right? Where she gets too into yeah. him. And that's why it's good that you know, you're watching that shit and you'll pay attention to it. And it's like, you know... Uh-huh you'll look at his stuff because you don't want that to, ha- you don't want stalkers like <laughs> right. you also don't want him to get it in sort of attached to somebody else, but that wouldn't happen. Like the only reason why something like that could be a problem. I think you guys are super young and your, your marriage is new and you guys are uh, seem like really great together. You know, it would be like 10 or 15 years from now when your relationship hits like <laughs> rough patches and stuff where, you know, right. those kind when of, bored of each other. Yeah. That, but he that he could maybe stray not just sexually but like emotionally right like it was maybe you have yeah. kids and you're not paying attention to him and you know because like men do sometimes stray emotionally but most of the time it's because right. they're not getting something at home from somebody right but it just seems like that's not even close to being the case with you guys so I you know you don't have right. to worry about that now you know but like moving yeah. forward you know the more you guys do this and you're going to keep keep because like how do you like where do you go from there right like it's he could sleep with whoever he wants you, do you still want to sleep with girls or do you think maybe in the future you will or sometimes you'll get in on the action oh yeah it's like a threesome yeah I, I probably won't ever really um seek that out just for myself uh-huh. Um, unless do, I'm really bored, maybe if he's out of town for a while or something, and right. I'm like, you need I to need get laid, and you want to, yeah, 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 yeah. uh huh, and so you don't want to go be with I, another guy. You're not going to cheat on him, right? Right. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine have like just finding a girl and 
bringing her home if my husband's out of town. I mean, I would do it while he's in town, too. <laughs> right. But, um, but, yeah, otherwise, I'm not, yeah, I'm not really going to seek that out. We have talked about a little bit about, like, because he's, he's always said, like, oh, I feel like we have this double standard where I get a threesome and you don't, right? Yeah. Where, like, you, I get two girls, but you don't get two guys. And, and I mean, that turns me on, like, the whole idea of being, like, Eiffel Towered. Oh, my, that would be a dream. What's Eiffel Tower? Um, How do I not know what this means? What is that Eiffel Towered? Oh, like, having one guy in front, like, you're on all fours and there's a guy in your mouth and a guy behind you, you know? Oh, that's called the like Eiffel, Eiffel Tower? Tower. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. how funny. <laughs> because, all right, I get it. I get why they call that. Okay, so you, so that kind of turns you on. And what did, what have you guys discussed about that? Well, he says eventually he'll be able to get there, but he's just not ready. And so um, I'm, I'm not pushing it or, and that, or like, like I'm not bummed that he's not ready. I'm just, it just is life. So I'm fine with, Waiting if that around. never, ever happens. If it never happens, I'll be fine. Right, but if I it hear does, you. great. It, right, so, if it does, you'd be, you'd be down for it. Like, right now you're happy. Your needs are being met sexually. Like, I get that. Like, I would have booty calls when I was, like, younger. Like, and I would just, like, because I didn't, when I didn't have boyfriends, like, I'd have, like, one guy that I would sleep with just because I wanted to have sex, right? I didn't, you know, I didn't want to be sexless, right? right. So but I wouldn't care. He could, like, screw whoever he wants. But I only screwed him because, like, I didn't have a need for variety. I think women don't have that right. need as much as men, right? We're, we're just different right. that way, right? And it's, like, yeah. there's nothing better than having one person that could turn you on that like you're you're with and that sex is like great with that person you don't need like 10 other people right but guys have a right. sort of need they do like variety more and it is a thing for them you know not to say that there's not women yep. like that and vice versa right you can never put everybody in one category but I think the majority sure. are wired that way so I yep. understand why you're like you go do that and I'm totally fine with not it's not like it's not fair it's just like what you're into I was always sort of wired that way I was like very monogamous with a guy yet not like I like to sleep with one person but it doesn't matter if somebody else has the desire to sleep with more right so yeah. I totally understand that. But I think that uh, maybe with your guy, do you think like maybe the kissing thing like was like weird? Like maybe if the kissing was out of it and it was just like, you know, no sort of kissing that maybe in the future. It, you should yeah. You know what he guy. said? Yeah. What he said is that is that one guy is too intimate. So he he'd rather me be with two guys than just one. Oh, so um, right, the Eiffel Tower would not include him. No, he's not interested in that at all. Oh, no. interesting. He, he, he doesn't watch. want any other guy in the bedroom ever. No, he wouldn't even be there. He would oh. not even be there. He would want you he to do it without him. He would let you yeah. do it without him. And my husband, he does not, nothing, no anal, no anal anything. Okay, he do you do that with interested. him? Oh, I would love to, but he's not interested. Oh, so he's anti-anal with you. Yeah. Or anything. Exactly. And so he doesn't want you to yeah. do anal with anybody else. Well, he's okay with me doing it with someone else eventually, just not ready for that. That's kind of where it came from is like, that's part of it. Is that something that I want? And I want, I've never had it. I've never tried it. And I'd like to, uh-huh. but he doesn't want to. He doesn't ever want to help me with that. That's not, he's just really, really not interested. Okay. And so, and so we've kind of discussed like, well, maybe eventually we could find somebody to do that. But the thing is, is I don't want... The first time I do that, I don't want it to be with 
like some guy that I've never had sex with before. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. I feel like I should have some sort of a sexual relationship with him first. Like, like that's not a baby step. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. So, so, so that's kind of where that came from of like, let's venture out and think about being with other guys as well. And then we tried that couple's thing. Cause he was like, maybe that's a good way to introduce it to me is like, I'm, getting something at the same time so I'm not just thinking about it getting jealous or whatever you know and it wasn't like this he didn't experience what you experienced whereas like he always felt like he wouldn't be into it and then when it happened he changed his mind like when it happened he was as not into it as he thought he would be right like (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly yes he was right he was absolutely right about it he thought he would feel right Um, he wasn't he wasn't into it yeah, so so now I kind of like like I'll flirt online. Like I've got a kick that I'll like, I'll flirt online and and do that. But that's about that's about it for me when it comes to other extramarital sex. Otherwise, he's great. He's as far as any, with so. other guys and like you, but it's so interesting to me that he's like, oh, maybe in the future I'll or I'll definitely let you like screw two other guys without me. <laughs> but I'll yeah, you can find. The more the better. If he's like five is great. He was like five guys. That's I'm I'm good with that. How many? Five. As many as as many as I can fit. I guess. So well, let me ask you this: Would you be into doing that? That's called a gangbang, I think, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, is that absolutely. is that a fantasy of yours? Oh yeah, I would love that. Wow, I mean that poor would, bishop is missing all the good stories. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell him to, to listen to your podcast. I love it. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, no, I would love that, and that, and he knows that, and he wants that for me. He knows that it's like a fantasy of mine, but I'm fine without it. If it never happens, I'm okay. And so he's he, I think he appreciates that is that it's not like an absolute need for me. And so he can get it to me when he's ready. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's like, listen, there's so there. It's like it's so much about communication, right? And it's just like, look, like you guys are two people that are just really open and honest with what your needs and desires are. And like you're in it. It's you're cool with each other about it. You know what I mean? I think because you're allowed to be open with him and let him know. And he's honest enough to say like I don't want that right now you know what I mean and you're like okay that's fine you know but like everything's out on the table I think that that just like really releases a lot of stuff right is whereas like a lot of these people that are cheating and living double lives and I think it's all because it's all stuffed inside right like there was something I read recently there was somebody sent me it was actually a listener of my show sent me an article about like uh about secrets how like unhealthy they are and they said like you don't like you don't have secrets you own secrets or there was like some quote that was like so brilliant it wasn't like you know so when people are doing secret things it just becomes like this whole thing you know and uh and it just gets more pent up and I think then the desire just builds and that's why people can't hold it anymore they have to go scratch the fucking itch right but I think when you're really open about stuff and you could talk and you could let that energy whatever it is right that desire out and you know out of your mouth and talking about it with somebody else it doesn't get so built up where you need to do it do you know what I mean right right yeah yeah because we'll talk each other through it too like okay what part of that do you like all right well are you sure that's what you you know and and you're able to instead of just it it like going around in in it like back and forth in your head just like from wall to wall in your head it's like out and you can lay it out and and discuss all the details of it yeah. And what you actually like and what not. So you do. You, you almost kind of get, 
it's relief. Yeah, yeah and when attention. it's stuck in that little head of yours, if someone's bored and you got a little time with your head, what happens is it bounces back and forth and then it starts to get horny and you start to make it into this whole big thing and then you get like pleasure out of that thought and then the more you do yes. that and then, then you have to go actually do it in real life and then you can't tell anyone about it because no one's known about this and then now you're living a double life and you're cheating on the person that you right. love, you know, and maybe you never wanted right. to do that, but that just happened. Whereas I think it's like really great you know, when you and your husband are an example of the fact that like when you could be honest and open about what you desire sexually and not feel bad about it, especially it's, it's amazing that you are able to do that considering where you came from, you know, and like what was put on yeah. you as a child, you know, like for real, yeah. um, you know, and that you had all this stuff, you would think you'd feel a lot more guilty and a lot more conflicted yet. You were able to sort of resolve all that stuff and move on and be very open within your, re- your relationship and your marriage. And, and it's, and it's all good. You know what I mean? It's just a positive thing. There's nothing salacious about it. Like, you know what I mean? There's nothing naughty or bad about it. You just, you know, right. It's because it's, everything's on the up right. and up. And I think some people yeah. think that takes away from like the sexual stuff. Cause some people say like the, the, the thing that nobody knows is a part of sort of the fantasy. But I think like, you know, even if, you let things out and you do them, they'd probably still be just as hot if you're fucking on the up and up, yeah. it, right? I mean, like, I'm sure you're... Oh, absolutely. All the sex that you've had and the stuff that you're doing is, like, really hot, right? And great. Like, it doesn't need yeah. to be secret, secretive, right? Right. Do people... Yeah, and I mean... Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a different experience for him when we're having the threesome and I'm part of it. That's one thing. And it's a whole other experience when you know, they sneak down to the basement and they're on their own, you know, and, and both of them are okay with me, uh-huh. right? Yeah. So both of them are really hot. So there's still variety in that. And there's and still a sexiness like, in it because they're like kind of not, you're not there, you're upstairs, they're doing it someplace right. else, right? Right. So you could make it right. still naughty in some way, right? And hot. Exactly. But still yeah. be sort of honest with each other about it. And I think that that's like good for people to, to know that are maybe in a relationship for maybe for much longer than yours and like have hit a wall that maybe you could open stuff up like this and be successful because you know we all I have a lot of people on that have open relationships and some go horribly wrong and some don't you know and I think because you guys are early on I've always said like oh you got to be into the double digit years before you do any of this stuff but like you're, you're not even <laughs> I know, I hear that. you just started like, double digit you, <laughs> you just did double digit years in your life I mean you're just 22 <laughs> you know and but I always say that one thing I do always say is like the younger generation is just like so much more evolved and just different people than like my generation was you know so and I think it's like great because you guys are all doing these things and you're much more open and much more you know experimentive like you know experimenting doing things that the people like at my age could never do you know so you live in a different world and I think that that's great you know um and so I think it's it's changed things so I don't think you have to be in a double digit relationship anymore I think maybe people my age do because we grew up in a different time and it's different but Mm -hmm. younger people it's everyone's trying these things out more than you know they're not you know because I think people have seen and known for a long time that the whole 100% monogamy for 50 years is like didn't really work for most people, right? So people are trying right. different things out. And I think that uh, it's great. And like I said, it's like really amazing that you guys have are doing it considering you were Molly Mormon. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so if a Molly Mormon yep. could do it. <laughs> uh, exactly. But, you know, I, it's like it's just a, it's a good story because there's nothing, like I said, like nothing like sort of sort of secretive about it. You know, it's all on the up and up and open and there's no, you know, shame involved. Right. It's all a right. good thing. You're newly married. You're having a great time. And uh, I think it's great. I'd love to talk to you 10 years from now. We see where, (laughs) (laughs) but I think it's like really, it's all sounds good now. There's no problems. Full steam ahead. I can't wait till you have your gangbang or your, your Eiffel Tower. Is that what it's called? The Eiffel Tower? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You think you, it's like, it's like a dream to be like, all right, boys, let's go to Paris. (laughs) Right, 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 right. That's so stupid, but. That's where your fan. That's your fantasy, and that's what you want to do, and you would do yeah. it in real life. And so, listen, when that happens, if it happens anytime soon, like or anytime it happens, I mean, I don't plan on having a podcast. Let me know, and we'll have you back on. Because, like, let me tell you, my listeners are always love hearing from women that are open about the fact that they like really love sex and they're into like all these different things because they think like guys feel like they are right but they can't find women that are they don't believe that you know and right. really make them feel bad but there are women out there right out women here. love sex <laughs> yep. right and they're into open that you know they're into all different things is the same thing like guys right you just got to be open and honest with each other so but you know people will want to hear more stories from molly the mormon so when you got more come back on the show yes i will absolutely all right thanks for calling in molly <laughs> yeah thank you good luck with everything i'll talk to you soon hopefully okay mm-hmm. yeah. bye bye do you have a story lifestyle or situation you can't talk about to anyone to anyone or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show well strictly anonymous wants to hear from you send us an email strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name and remember everything is strictly anonymous strictly